0: Welcome to the Daily Summation podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there, but if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in, and now on with the podcast. It hadn't been a very long time since medical professionals use leeches to deal with various kinds of things to do with the body, right? They use leeches to get blood out or to or to clean up wounds or whatever. And then there was a long period in which that was something that wasn't something that the medical community thought was a reasonable thing. And then now they're kind of some of them back to the idea that it is again. And let's not forget what uh, dieticians and people in uh, the scientific community in general said about things like margarine and saccharin how they were actually better solutions and better alternatives than the natural things that they were supposed to replace. Hello and uh, welcome to the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion in Politics. It is Friday the 27th of November of 2020. I am your host, I am Kurt. Welcome to everybody who's coming aboard on Rumble, the podcast on YouTube, and remember that you can get the podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify at this point in time. Subject of my current article, and it's again going to be the subject of a blog post that I'm writing as well, is Trust the Science. The thing about it is this. I don't bring up the things that I bring up at the beginning of this video, this podcast, in order... To say that science has absolutely no value, I bring these things up in order to say that what science believes to be true about a given thing is going to change over the course of time. There was a perspective for many years in science, and it said that there was some sort of magical liquid that made its way from one substance to another, from one surface or whatever you want to say to another. It was called caloric. And caloric explained the heat dissipation properties and the heat gathering properties of given substances. Well, obviously that solution, that idea was ditched for some others, right? And there have been a good many others, right? Uh, Let me give you an interesting idea. You've got this word, atom, and atom is actually made up of two words, a, not, tom, splittable, cuttable, right? You can't, you're not supposed to be able to take apart. Can you split atoms? Yes, you can. People like to say that atoms are the basic building block of, of matter, right? And that's sort of arguably true. It is. But the reality is... It's not the case, because atoms, as we believe today, and I think that we can sort of prove this uh, using certain kinds of electron microscopes, atoms are actually composed and comprised of smaller particles. And there are other particles that or even it's, (laughs) we can't even really necessarily call them particles, right? We call one of them a wavicle, or many people do, and that's the photon, right? Because it's as much a wave as it is a a particle, right, as far as anybody can tell. Um, And then there's the the proton, the neutron, and the electron, right, which are smaller parts. And then we're talking about things like quarks and various other things, bosons and muons and and various other subatomic particles. They're smaller than atomic, which means in reality, though everything is composed of atoms, the atoms are not the basic building block. And the point, again, of all of this okay, to start with, is science doesn't live in a static world, cannot live in a static world. It must be dynamic in nature in order to improve on what we know about our world, okay? Good scientists are literally trained to be skeptical of the things that are produced, that are said, and so forth. And here's the thing. As, as scientists get older, they tend to sort of get, quote, set in their ways. And I'm going to tell you that can include me, where I believe that certain things are true, and I may be not willing to concede those things uh, uh, like I probably should at times, right? And that's an important thing. Another interesting thing, an important thing that people forget, uh, as, as many have said, Mr. Limbaugh, is, uh, Rush Limbaugh, is prone to say this, science is not a matter of consensus, Science is is a matter of people figuring out how to replicate, to duplicate experiments in order to prove that something is true, and to that degree, it's fair to say there's consensus in the process. But science is a matter of peer-reviewing what people say with an intent to show not why it's right, but why it's wrong. Because if you can't show why it's wrong, then it's something that's at least semi-believable. But if you work only to prove that it's right, then basically you've got a couple of people doing the exact same thing. I came across a, a thing I was working many years ago on one of the local universities and as a, a lab person, right? And I came across an article in which they were talking about a study that went south the <clears throat> and that was with mice and they were studying the mitotic process, the process that deals with the splitting of cells, and particularly with regard to ova, right, with egg cells. And suddenly that process went wild, and they searched for over a year to find out what caused the process to go wild, only to find out that one of the lab assistants was cleaning plastic, essentially, you know, exact matter, I don't know, but some sort of plastic-based substance with ammonia, and it was causing PCBs. Uh, which acted, which were, uh, uh, I, forget, I think the proper term is cyto, uh, phytoestrogens, but whatever, the point is, it was causing things that, to leach from the cage, quote, cage walls, right, the, quote, cage, because it wasn't really a cage, per se, but anyways, it was, anyway, it was causing things to leach from those walls, and apparently to get into the water that was acting like estrogen and making it so that that process didn't work correctly in the mice. And it took them a year, I think, to figure this out, and took a year out of their study budget to do that. And of course it helped them to understand some things that, that I think probably some of it later got used, Uh, to explain why the idea of using plastic and bottles and so forth really wasn't a great one. But the point is, the scientists just really didn't know, right? And the fact that they had that problem meant that probably either their study looked like it was problematic or wrong when it really wasn't. In all of this, what I'm trying to get at is you've got a bunch of people telling you, trust the science, trust the science. Well, my answer is... No. Trusting the science is not the way we do things. In some measure, you have to. When you're having your cancer treated, you're going to go to a doctor, and they're going to do the appropriate science things with you to make it so that you're essentially trusting the science, right? Uh, You don't have a choice. When you go to have your kidney removed, you go to a doctor because the doctor has uh, scientific underpinnings. But at the same time, there is a recognition that many times, particularly when it comes to medications and when it comes to disease treatment, that the methodologies in use to treat uh, various diseases, various conditions, various illnesses evolve over time, and the old methods sometimes literally end up killing people. But even in times when that's not the case, they end up making it so that people don't survive something that they would have survived had they been treated differently than they were and when the science quote catches up then that that thing is dealt with better so the point is the idea of quote trusting the science it's an interesting idea and i'm not trying to cause a panic here and tell you like i say don't go to your doctor or don't take this medication or whatever what i'm trying to say to you is that you're going to find out in the course of time that this medication caused this condition, and that's why Uncle Joe passed, okay? You're going to find that sort of thing out. And I'm not saying that the medical community should be held liable or responsible for that, because, look, they're doing their best. I'm not saying that they're that largely what they're doing is not doing their best. I'm saying that when they tell you things like, wear this mask, it'll, it'll slow the spread of COVID-19, and that's a good idea— there are things that, and this is another thing that happens in science, they are laser-focused on a particular outcome, particularly the, the public health officials who are sci- who are technically scientists but not of the same kind. But one of the things that they're not doing is not considering that that doesn't mean COVID-19 is just going to magically go away. And that's true for any illness. I'm not, not just talking about COVID-19 here. The fact is no illness is just going to magically disappear, Right. What happened with the Spanish flu, as I've said before, is it ran the population, and when it had basically nobody else to, to in fact, it either went away or became a less serious or severe form of flu. All right, I am uh, going to wrap it up now. I hope I've uh, given you something to think about when it comes to the scientific process to scientists and so forth, and I hope you're having a good day. Today is, uh, again, Friday the 27th of November of 2020, the day after Thanksgiving, Uh, That means tomorrow will be Saturday, the 28th of November of 2020, and I will do everything that I can to get another video out then. Again, I hope that your day is a good one, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video is recorded on Friday, the 27th of November, 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurtz Religion and Politics. Thanks for checking out this video. Remember that you can like it on YouTube and you can give it a Rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, I have channels on both YouTube and Rumble. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. You can subscribe to either one of those if you want to do so. Remember, if you subscribe on YouTube, you probably want to click the notification bell in order to be notified of new content. Um, if you want to see more from me, you can check me out on my blog. That's blogs.kpshubert.com, blogs.kpshubert.com. You can also see my Facebook page that is uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook. You can check out my Twitter, Twitter uh, Parlor and Minds.com accounts. My handle on all three of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. You can um, check out my podcast. The podcast is at podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. And finally, you can check me out on Patreon. And if you want to support me, that's probably one of the better places that you can do that. I am Kurtz Religion and Politics there. Thanks again for checking out this video, and hopefully, we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edit audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there, uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com- comments or whatever that you might want from me to, to get, Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.